You're now listening to the Something Good Podcast Network. Please press any key to continue. You don't know about the, the other side of the pyramid? The fifth side? It's called the floor, you dumbass. <laughs> I just want to make sure he realizes there is a fifth side of the pyramid. And I believe none of them, which makes me an expert. Hello, folks. Welcome back to another Cryptic Conspiracy Cult. Today I am with... Christy Phillips. That's right. Again, we are trying to put all these episodes together in one night. Uh, (laughs) uh, Today we'll be talking about another creature feature because we are lackluster on the cryptids. Uh, But... We're going to be sprinkling in a lot of different stuff this week for the Halloween season when this episode comes out. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about demons. Yes. And the movies in which they reside. Yes. And why they're not real. <laughs> it's a fallacy. Everyone knows it's actually aliens. You're not wrong. The conspiracy is, the oh. Christian conspiracy is that all alien abductions is actually just demons. I heard that the other day. I laughed and kept watching. <laughs> I wanted to learn more. As one does. I think I forgot algebra. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I think I think I've watched enough to forget algebra. I was so good at it, too. <laughs> I'm glad somebody is. But now we're in the spooky season. Me and Chrissy are planning to head to the Halloween store later today after this anyway and meet up with everybody else from the Something Good Network for a bigger show that may come out either before or after this episode. Who knows? Yay! But, uh, yeah, you know, it's the spooky season. You know, we talked about witches and whatnot on our last one and ghouls and mummies and we had uh, Mr. Captain Nunn with us and to speak about uh, vampires and werewolves and whatnots, mm-hmm. or uh, exactly how he said whatnots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but no, it, let's go to demons real quick and how much fun they are to watch in movies. Yes. But let's talk about the one movie that's the best demon movie by everyone's standards. Uh-oh. The Exorcist. <laughs> my dad finally watched it. Yay! The, the first whole, one? The, the whole fucking thing. Yeah. Oh my God. He had never seen it front to back. <laughs> what? And I was just like, okay, yeah, that's weird. It's, like, it's on HBO. Like, check it out. But, uh, but they also recently saw the newest one. Okay. Uh, and the mom from the original movie showed up in the mm-hmm. in this uh, sequel. Mm-hmm. Um, but now the original one's so fantastic. Max von Sydow, uh, per- perpetually old. Yes. Perpetually old. Always looks like he's around 93. At least. In every movie he's mm-hmm. in. Uh, especially like Needful Things, yes. which is a personal favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a movie you turned me on to. You're welcome. The um, book's even better. Yeah, the book I had read. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't picture Bonnie Bedelia being the lady or Ed Harris being the cop. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> everyone else fit perfectly. Yeah, I agree with that. But no, uh, with demons, you know, the, the whole spectral the whole spectral thing is they're either uh in in really in you know judo judeo christian lore mm-hmm. uh they're fallen angels yes in hell mm-hmm. uh they're portrayed as such in like every fucking supernatural type show from mm-hmm. charmed to supernatural uh in movies such as demon knight um evil dead you know they're always constantine constantine they're they're fantastic constantine yes (laughs) there's not a lot there's just one main one and the rest (laughs) are just offshoots yes but like even in the show constantine there's so much demons going Mm -hmm. on Uh, supernatural i think does it best because they can create a roster and because the people that get to play those characters Mm -hmm. are just typecasted people for villainy Mm -hmm. Uh, i believe it was the uh was it the guy that played abaddon or Azazel. I forget his name. He's just, Azazel. Just a creepy motherfucker. Yes. <laughs> because he plays the Swede in the, um, uh, Hell on Wheels. Yeah. And he's just like, you need to drown this motherfucker. Like, of all the ways to kill a man, <laughs> drowning is, like, merciful. Because <laughs> like, I watched him on Hell on Wheels. And, you know, like, when you watch a show, mm-hmm. you're always going to – and you, you get attached to a show. You're always going to think of them, if they've done a good job, that that's what they are in the other show, even yeah. though they could be a fucking saint. Like, Lena Hetty is a monster from Game of Thrones. Yes. She is the Adolf Hitler of the Game of Thrones series. She really is. But to me, she's that hot bitch from 300. (laughs) (laughs) So I didn't feel anger toward her like i was like she's trying to make westeros great again you know i'm just giving i'm giving her the benefit of doubt oh that one but no it's it's been carry on to like someone like uh the guy who played azazel you know Mm -hmm. he's just a fucking typecasted asshole he's he does fantastic work 
But you have all, like, it, Supernatural especially, I think, when it comes to the gambit of lure, mm-hmm. does a fantastic job of putting in real Judeo-Christian lure into the show, mm-hmm. uh, twist it around a little bit, just to make it work. One of the things that I liked about it is, from the very beginning, they're after one particular demon from the very beginning of the show. Yeah, the yellow-eyed guy. Yeah, the yellow-eyed demon. The Sith, the Sith Lord. <laughs> yeah, the main, the main baddie from the very beginning of the show. And then, I will admit, I loved Supernatural. Supernatural was my go-to show. And I carried my love of Supernatural until about season 13, where they lost yeah. me. And even up to that point, it was still demons. Yeah. But well they had like they had like a few like a one or two runoff seasons of like creature feature, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. they they had the vampires at one point and, and then the they had Leviathans, the, which was a a heavy arc. Mm-hmm. Which they really tried something with that and it was fun. And it was yeah. fun and it was dark mm-hmm. and then it take a turn, but like it was mainly just heaven and hell demons. They did the anime trick, which if anybody knows it if you're Boy or girl, whatever you watch anime, you knew, you fucking knew that in anime, it's either color-coded or it's, I fight the demon, beat the demon, upgrade, fight the demon, beat the demon, upgrade, fight the You know, it's, it's, mm-hmm. like, it's, a, it's a boss fight like a video game. The yeah. bosses get progressively harder. Mm-hmm. And by the end of the show, that first boss gets fucking like, beat to death with your fist by the it's like it's easy yeah. to keep, like if you watch supernatural by the time season 10 comes around that yellow-eyed fuck would have died like immediately as soon as they saw him yeah and, and, and it they and it it throws off the balance a little bit mm-hmm. but it's still compelling yeah which i kind of liked because uh, the demons were my favorite part of that whole fucking show especially mm-hmm. that red-eyed bitch with the cutoff head yeah that was my jam yeah i know yeah, she was so tall. <laughs> <laughs> I remember there was one episode. I can't remember where. I know it was in the later seasons where, like, Sam and Dean are looking at each other and they're like, "Remember when we used to get in the car and just go to different towns and fight whatever was there and then just go on somewhere else?" No, no, I forgot all about that. <laughs> and they're like, "Yeah, was, well, those like, were the good old days." That's <laughs> when they started doing the whole uh, brotherhood of numbers or whatever the fuck it was. Letters, men of letters, start yeah that that whole arc, mm-hmm. and then they started bringing back characters that they had met in passing that fans really loved mm-hmm. but going off supernatural but with that you have shows like constantine and the movie constantine mm-hmm. which were so well done but still got canceled not because they weren't good but because wb is in a trash heap <laughs> yeah yeah uh the guy that got to play uh constantine mm-hmm. in the show did a fantastic job because he looked more comic book accurate yeah but it also created a heavy arc with shows like Lucifer, mm-hmm. which was a runoff show from DC that became a cop drama. Or cop. Which also has demons. Yeah, a lot of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but my favorite is actually Sandman. Mm-hmm. Sandman has hell itself. Mm-hmm. And one demon that he creates, he's not really like, he's a nightmare mm-hmm. called the Corinthian, which is a name. Like, this is the perfect fucking name. <laughs> the dude has no eyes. And inside where his eyes are, are sockets with teeth. And he's played by like one of the coolest bad guys new to television who's like built to play a bad guy. He's not built to be a good guy mm-hmm. in any state. Like if you put him in a hero role, you're like, he's gonna murder some children by accident. Like <laughs> like he's typecasted to be a villain. He's a new villain in Justified. He's right up there with Boyd. Like I, I swear. Like if you watch Justified me, me and you watch Justified. Mm-hmm. He's right up there. Easy now. Oh, you got to watch it. This is a bad <laughs> motherfucker. And like he's typecasted to that because he's the bad guy in Logan too. Like mm-hmm. it's just like this guy is perfect. This guy is the coolest goddamn villain I've ever seen. He's fun. Mm-hmm. He's like, he's like, a, if James Bond was in the South like, and getting his shit kicked in by some guy from Kentucky, <laughs> that's it's him. Mm-hmm. But like, when you're doing a demon, they can never be good. They can never be uh, happy because if they're happy, they're doing something bad. Yeah, that's the whole point of writing a demon character. Mm-hmm. Supernatural kind of takes us on its head because they took they do the same path as uh, Charmed. Mm-hmm. Because in Charmed, they had to make him likable enough for one of those girls to fuck him. Because <laughs> that's what happens. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, some of our favorite demon movies. Let's, let's just talk about one that's a little close to the chest for both of us. Uh, and a fun soundtrack on top of it. Mm-hmm. Uh, demon Night, brought to you by Tales of the Crypt. <sighs> I love that movie so it's much. So good. It's so good. <laughs> it Fucking, is amazing. Uh, uh, was it Billy Zane? Billy Zane. Uh, Billy, um, 
Sadler, Will Sadler, mm-hmm. who's actually, uh, for people who don't know, Will Sadler is the main star of the first ever episode of Tales from the Crypt. He's yes. the executioner, mm-hmm. and he does. <laughs> and he's in Roseanne. Yeah, he showed up in Roseanne for a while. Uh, he is in so many good movies. He's in a lot of Frank Darabont movies, so he's mm-hmm. like Shawshank Redemption, Green Mile, Stephen King S. books. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's in a lot of those. Fantastic actor. But in this, he plays the, uh, the bearer of Christ, basically. Yeah, he's the, uh, I forget what they call him. Uh, his name's Breaker in the movie. Yeah. But he's basically the the guy who's on the run in the movie. Yeah. So uh, for who for those who don't know, a quick summary. Uh, Breaker's character uh, was a World War One vet mm-hmm. who saw demons <laughs> on the battlefield. On the battlefield, no man's land. Uh, and the last guy who was in charge of carrying the vessel for the blood of Christ uh, cursed him to carry the remaining blood in a vessel. Uh, which in turn makes your blood the blood of Christ. Yeah. Which is needed for the demons to enter our world permanently if they get rid of it. It's in the shape of a key. Yeah, it's in the shape of a key. Uh, it's very elaborate. Look at it. It's very cool. Like that was one of those things. Like if I had a curio cabinet of Halloween shit, that'd be in there. Yes. Along with like the Hellraiser merchants box. Yes. <laughs> and like the head of a woman from Evil Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Mainly the 2013 one, <laughs> or like a hand, and like the little, uh, the little statue thing from The Exorcist. Oh yeah, little statue thing, up. or the little voodoo doll from uh, uh, the Karen Black uh, movies. Yeah, trilogy of terror. Tr- trilogy of terror, fucking classic. Yes, <laughs> all that shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I-, I really hope they have that at the Halloween store. <laughs> I did not see it when I went the other. Boo, boo. I agree. Uh, mm-hmm. Don't worry, they'll turn some new building. I hope they turn uh, JRs into the Halloween store. They should. Uh, but no, so he has to be on the run from demons the whole time. Mm-hmm. And this demon is probably the funnest demon you've ever seen in a movie. Yes. <laughs> he is super quick on the trigger. He's like the Deadpool of fucking demons. Yes. He is the most sarcastic thing that has ever yeah. existed. Yeah. I could see them remaking this and Ryan Reynolds being that guy. No, it still has to be Billy Zane. Yeah, because he still got it. Like, yes. <laughs> he could still pull it off. He could still pull it off. Uh, I want to see him at a Western other than Tombstone <laughs> where he doesn't die. <laughs> but... uh but no, he's just this guy's on the run, and the cast of characters, what a cast yes. of Demon Knight. So HBO, when they came out, they pulled every piece of talent they could mm-hmm. for Tales from the Crypt. Arnold Schwarzenegger plays in some of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Billy Zane is in a few of them. Uh, I'm trying to think of the guy from Night Court, uh, the tall guy. Um, oh, the one that plays Dan. Yeah. Oh, You know what I'm talking about. Uh, He's in stripes, but uh, my mom says John something. John Larroquette. Yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah. Fantastic, but mm-hmm. they're all just like these guest stars. He's at the beginning of Tales from the Crypt. Yeah, in the uh, the little yeah. like intro thing. Yeah, because uh, he's he's filming a movie. Yeah. Tell first of all for kids, back in our day, <laughs> horror was a lot more fucked up for children. Yeah. And it was marketed for children. I don't give a fuck what my parents said. It was marketed for children. It oh, was. So, it really was. So go go down the gambit real quick. You had. Goosebumps. Yes. <laughs> kind of mild, except for like the mask and the one where the people were crickets. Uh, mm-hmm. You had that one. R.L. Stein. R.L. Stein's Fear Goosebumps. Street. Fear Street. But you had Goosebumps first, R.L. Stein. You had Fear Street. Then you had Are You Afraid of the Dark? That's my jam. That is, if you watch it, it hasn't aged well, but the effects did. Yes. That thing coming out of the fucking swimming pool, that fucking red skeleton. Kids, you're missing out. If you're listening to this, go check these out. Yes. This is why we are how we are. Yes. Pause this, go watch it, and yeah. come back. Yeah. And rate us five stars. <laughs> Please. Uh, <laughs> uh, tell your friends. But then there was Tales from the Crypt. Mm-hmm. And if you had anyone who had HBO, anybody had HBO, late night Tales from the Crypt, was the scariest goddamn thing on television. Mm-hmm. Or you did what I did. Your parents left the TV running, and you'd get up in the middle of the night and go in there and watch it, because the TV's already on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, why not? Fuck it. But with that being said, like this was their movie. They had three movies in total. Mm-hmm. They had uh, Demon Knight, yep. Bordello of Blood, <laughs> and they had another one with Tim Curry that's not as as good mm-hmm. uh gypsy something oh it was the one about the what was it it was a voodoo something or other yeah but it had tim curry and it, the woman from uh, jennifer gray yeah from dirty dancing yeah so it wasn't as popular nah. uh they were really trying to push the movie part of it but the first two those were fucking fantastic oh yeah bordello of blood is fucking hilarious <laughs> it is. it's got Corey feldman dennis miller uh elena laniac and uh redhead um uh, 
the hottest woman Angie Everhart Angie Everhart the hottest woman in fucking time like, <laughs> <laughs> it, it was her time to shine in it was movie. the red hair <laughs> uh, but no it's Demon Knight man he just he blows into this town it's a gaggle of fucking characters yes. something you would actually read in a Stephen King book like mm-hmm. an off the road motel for travelers mm-hmm. and Jada Pinkett before Jada, she was Jada Pinkett Smith. Yeah, she was Jada Pinkett, and she was tough. Yeah, this is right after Menace to Society yeah. and all that stuff. Yeah, and Bullworth, and she's like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, she was fucking tough in this movie. Mm-hmm. That shit is sane, too. But with all these characters coming in, and it's the guy from Wings. I can never remember his fucking name. He's, in it. He's the asshole human guy who tries to make Aww. a bargain. But you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. He's a great actor. He played Sandman and Spider-Man. He was in Tombstone also. Yeah, he played Billy (laughs) before his head got turned into a canoe. (laughs) Uh, Billy dies in this too. (laughs) And he deserves it. Yeah, but like in this one, the demon's goal is to kill Breaker, take the the vessel of blood. And take over the earth. Take over the earth. Simple simple horror movie demon plot. Because they're after the last key and Breaker's got it. Yeah, and he's the last one. Mm -hmm. Uh, And also, he has like seven lives that are part of the key. And like... When the key gets brought onto you, you get burned in the hand, and it shows like seven stars. And mm-hmm. he starts—he's on his last star, basically. It's a good little. If it was an anime, it would be the fucking shit. It need, it should have been what, what it should I have been a miniseries. Yes, I would love to see somebody take it now and make it a miniseries. They should pick it up. Like in my opinion, they should pick it up where Jada Pinkett left off mm-hmm. for as old as she is now. Have her play her character who dies, and gives it to someone else, mm-hmm. like Hugh Jackman, <laughs> or like. Uh, oh, what's her name from uh, Oh, I know that movie. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Nev um, Campbell. <laughs> no, although she would be amazing. She just stabbed teenagers. <laughs> the MMA fighter. The girl from the last Fast and the Furious movie. Ronda Rousey? No, not her. Anyway, go on. Anyway. anyway. <laughs> but no, it was a cool... It'll come to me in like three hours. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> It was it was a cool aspect of a movie. The the jokes are solid. The, the 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 puppetry of the demons was fucking cool. Yes, because they still use real explosives and stuff. Because the demons explode if they get trapped a certain way. Yeah, and the whole movie is just a whittle down of until until there was one. Yes, and it's it's a really cool back and forth between the characters and this little microcosm of a little universe. Mm-hmm. And it's just so fun to watch. Yes. Uh, if you guys check it out, please check it. It's so much fun. It's one of the first uh, CDs I ever bought. First, like the first ever CD I ever bought was a Demon Knight soundtrack. I didn't show my age. I bought it on cassette tape. Yeah, because you're talking about bands like uh, Pantera, Pantera, <laughs> Cemetery Gates, uh, Fuse. Yeah, oh yeah, that because was because that was the very first song. That was, that's you the hear. opener song. A giant car explosion is yep, the opener. Is uh, Hey Man, Nice Shots the first song you hear? But yeah, so much amazing music. Yeah, and. It was it's one of those movies we've talked about. Me and you've talked about it about off off Michael. There's that time where there's like a handful of movies that come out within like a two year period that are like just the shit before the whole decade goes to hell. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> kind of like when Smoke and Aces came out. Yes. There was all these really good shoot 'em up movies, and yes. then like ten years later, you had like the Hotel Artemis and fucking like movies like that <laughs> mm-hmm. that are just really good, and then they stop making them. <laughs> but yeah, going into like the whole demons part of that was. Uh, like it was a big part of it. Another mm-hmm. one that I kind of think I just kind of remembered it was Legion. Oh God, I love that movie. I went to the theaters and saw that movie. I bought that movie. It's over there on the cabinet. Yeah, the demons in Legion are so fucking scary. Yes, because they they shape shift the way they move, especially the main the ice cream band. The ice cream man, because of the who that actor is, mm-hmm. you've seen him in every fucking movie mm-hmm. with makeup on. He's the uh, the monster from Pan's Labyrinth. What? The ice cream man. That's what he literally looks like. He's actually that tall. Oh, my God. But they gave him stilted arms, and that's his actual legs. Like, <laughs> but, like, <laughs> that guy is like an Andy Serkis-type character. He's mm-hmm. the guy that does CGI background or puppetry and stuff like that. Fantastic. I can't remember his name, but fantastic fucking actor the one that always scared me was the little old lady at the beginning oh yeah your baby's gonna burn and it's yeah. just like what the fuck and i love the and guy the rich guy he's like what the fuck did you say and she just slits his goddamn neck right open yep. 
and the first thing you think of is you're like, oh, she's just, you know. Being a bitch. Yeah. And the waitress just walks away because, you know, she can't go off on her like she'd like to. She's she's like eight. She's nine months pregnant. Yeah. She's getting ready to have the baby at any minute. Another great actress, the waitress. Yes. And they got uh, Dennis Quaid. Yep. Bull Dennis Quaid. Uh, the cook, who's a character actor, fantastic actor. He was in uh, The Wire. He was in uh, Oz. Uh, another HBO original guy. But no, the cast the cast was really fun. Uh, the little boy from Sling Blade's in it. Oh, Lucas Black. Lucas Black. Fantastic actor. Yeah, he does an amazing job. And Maybe. we get Paul Bettany. Yes. Which, I'm, I'm not going to lie, one of my favorite Paul Bettany movies. Yeah. Because he's just... You don't get more. Well, he plays uh, Michael. Yes. He plays the Archangel Michael, who comes yes. down from heaven to protect this woman who's going to give birth to the next Jesus Christ <laughs> before these demons come and rip their fucking skin off. <laughs> but no, that, that movie is a good like last stand movie. Mm-hmm. It's 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 tight filmed into a diner. They don't go outside of the diner, except for the very beginning of the movie where Paul Bettany kills two cops. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and we Who get are also demons. demons. Yeah. <laughs> so but they get possessed like after they see them. Yeah. But there's a lot of like biblical lore yeah. into it. Uh, especially when you find out that Gabriel's brother uh, descends from heaven to kill this woman as part of a deal. Yeah. Uh, and Gabriel, uh, another played by a great fabulous character actor who's in Smoking Aces, who's in uh, The Strand. Uh, great actor. Mm-hmm. And the fight between two angels and a diner is fucking hilarious yeah and it's it's way way it, it's it's imagine it's what you would imagine it's very over the top it's mm. very the weaponry that they use too oh yeah it's just like medieval maces morning stars type shit yeah but and he's that's got, what he has paul bettany has you know what he's found well, he's, 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 he, uh, he drops his halo yeah and his wings so he so, can carry a fucking AK-47 and yeah, M-16. He's got, he's got human weapons, and yeah, the one like that comes M4. to get him has his weapons from heaven. So he's, like, <laughs> at a distinct disadvantage. And the demons. The demons are fucking fantastic. Other yeah. than, the, you know, other than the, the grandmother and the ice cream man, they're vicious fucking animals yeah. outside. They look like people. But it gave me this weird, cool, like, a real cool, like, indie western vibe mm-hmm. when the sun goes down and the dark clouds are forming on the sunrise mm-hmm. on the sunset and they're just like hey what's that is there a storm coming it's like no it's worse <laughs> yeah and it's a convoy like fucking maximum overdrive of just assholes showing yeah. up at this fucking diner and gas station mm-hmm. another fantastic demon movie that seemed like one of the top five i agree I, like i went to the theater and saw that i'm just like man that's fucking awesome because i saw that around the same time i saw uh, terminator salvation mm-hmm. which is actually uh, you're gonna people are gonna hate this a superior terminator movie it's almost as good as T2. <laughs> I liked it. I loved it. Uh, the only thing that bothered me was like people in the post-apocalypse with clean teeth. <laughs> that bothered me. This motherfucker does not have shiny veneers when he's eating dust. <laughs> okay, so. Yeah, I can see that. By the way, I just looked. Gina Carano is who I was talking yeah, Gina about. Yeah, Should cover for Jada Pinkett Smith after. I saw her dressed up as Snow White once. I was like, that'd be a badass Snow White. <laughs> It'd be instead of three dwarfs, just three. Like instead of seven dwarfs, it'd be seven men. <laughs> and then yeah. she's just like, "You get back to fucking work." <laughs> yeah, that would be her. She just beat the witch to death. <laughs> just like, yeah, just, she would. The apples, motherfucker! I drink coffee and piss excellence, and just starts beating the <laughs> shit out of her. She would. What's another great demon one? What's your go? What's a go-to? Uh, you know what I'm going to say. I don't know why you asked. Say it. Night of the Demons. Night of the Demons. The remake <laughs> is shit. It is. It is shit. That's going to be on a list that me and Chrissy do down the line of remakes that are shit. Wastes, uh, wastes of time. <laughs> Demon Knight, or Night of the Demons, is probably the campiest <laughs> it horror is. movie it is. of all time. It is. But yet. It's a go-to mm-hmm. for Halloween. Mm-hmm. And and I'm going to say, I could not name a single song or a single person that sings anything. But the music's great. Oh, no, the music's fantastic. Uh, I believe uh, one of the songs is written by uh, 45 Grave, which is a, just an indie fucking punk band who did uh, Party Time from fucking Return of the Living Dead. For real? Yeah, so I think it's them. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's them. Oh, cool. So that's another fantastic fucking song. That's a top, we're going to be listening to that going all the way down. Okay, cool. <laughs> but uh, Night of the Demons, go, t- tell, us, tell us what happens. Tell us a, tell us a synopsis real quick. <sighs> okay. Don't don't sigh. <laughs> 
We're watching it later. <laughs> Why I need to watch it? I can quote it from start to finish. So, average group of teenagers played by 20 and 30-somethings, as, as one does in the 80s. You have the quintessential good girl who has the whiniest, nasaliest voice known to man. She's your Nancy S. Chrissy character. <laughs> no, she's, no, she's worse. She's way worse. She's so over the top, it's ridiculous. It's one of those things where you're hoping she dies the entire time. She's your final girl. And she is going to a party with all of her friends, and her boyfriend calls, and he tells her, well, we're not going to go to that party. I found a better party for us to go to. It's the weird girl in history class who's holding a party at the local house that supposedly haunted, air quotes. And they all load up to this house, and it's a former funeral home Mm -hmm. with a rather horrifying backstory about, you know, people got eight, people burned other people and chopped them up into little pieces. Uh, A quick side note. Mm -hmm. Uh, I read recently, because me and you were talking about, you know, renting and places and stuff like that there's been a rise in people real estate people lying about real estate that were particular funeral homes at one time mm-hmm. uh to what where uh someone had a realtor got caught lying about a property uh that was like the town's mortuary but they said it had three extra bedrooms in the basement redone but that was the mortuary. Like, that was the embalming lab that had a full bathroom, <laughs> the morgue area, and the furnace room. All sold as extra rooms to a six-bedroom home. Did nobody watch Haunting in Connecticut? That's a myth. <laughs> That's a myth. Amity Vahar, all that's bullshit. It's all bullshit. Uh, Demons aren't real. Only Nazis in the walls are real. <laughs> I mean... That's what Ouija taught me. Ouija, fantastic series. Underrated. I, I like Origins the, of Evil. Is I liked fu- the second one. Well, the second one's the best one. Yeah, I liked the second one but, a lot. Uh, but yeah, so they go to a funeral home. Yeah, yeah, they go there. They all load up. Probably for rent. <laughs> it probably was. And they have... They're, uh, they're all gothic punk rock alternative. They're, they they're what Hollywood thought those kids looked like. Yeah. And they were fucking wrong. Like, yeah, they, they were. They were super. Uh, for anyone born and after the year 2000, if you watch any 80s or 70s movie, uh, all the gangs are multicultural, which is bullshit. Uh, they are race-based. Uh, they're all dressed in neon colors. Yes. Uh, the most classic cast is Night of, uh, Return of the Living Dead, mm-hmm. where it's just... They look like punk rockers, but they all like they're all scene kids. That's all they are. Yeah, but they don't look like they fit. This is that group. Yeah, pretty much. You have your preppy girl, your fat asshole, uh, the boyfriend, the uh, pragmatic girl who's very like, let's do this, let's do that, and the whore. <laughs> yeah, that's your breakdown of the cast for this movie, and it's fun. Oh yeah. Oh, it it's is. so much fun. They get there, they're playing their music. And then they're jamming. Like they're, they're jamming. Yeah. And it's good music. And then the music stops working and they can't figure that out. Because it's a porthole to hell. Yeah. <laughs> they pl- they try party games. They take a mirror and they're su- trying to call a spirit and it actually shows a demon. And they freak out. They go to... They do what anybody does in a horror movie. They go to investigate a strange noise. Like Scoob in the Gang. Yeah. Except if Scoob in the Gang were here, they would have 86 that fucking demon. Yeah. <laughs> they go to investigate a strange noise... Which doesn't go well. Well, they separate. Yeah, they all split up. That's, that's the fun thing. It's, it's, it's no different than like Friday the 13th, which I've been rewatching again from beginning to end. They just, hey, let's, let's go over here to this cabin. Let's go. Hey, where's Pete? Oh, Pete must have like, ah, he must have crashed out somewhere. Meanwhile, Pete is a, on a hook somewhere getting eviscerated. <laughs> like, yeah. But they go in different paths and they slowly get possessed. And, and, and they don't make any qualms about the fact that they're all going to go separate to go and do inappropriate things in other rooms. Let's go fuck in this weird house. Yeah, pretty that's, much. That's, 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 that's the quote. That's probably what should have been on the, on the banner of the fucking video cassette was, Night of the Demons. Let's fuck in a weird house. Yeah, pretty much. So they do. And the, the annoying girl's like, I don't want to. Smart. Yeah. <laughs> and her boyfriend decides to do what any asshole boyfriend does in a movie. He goes, 
well, fine. I'm just going to leave you here and shut this door really tight where you can't get out. <laughs> You're fine here. You're fine here. Me here. I'm going to go hang out with this whore real quick. Yeah, pretty much. And Linnea Quigley. <laughs> go ahead and talk about your favorite. This was the horror of fucking horror movies of the 80s. She's seen more with clothes off than clothes on. Exactly. Like, she, she goes full fucking frontal in uh prom night to mary lou or uh, was it uh, hello mary lou prom hello night yeah hello mary lou and this movie and this movie where she i will say puppetry effects <laughs> she sticks a lipstick in her breast like through the nipple yeah it is fascinating unless <laughs> you're a girl yeah and she also pulls a full front to return to the living dead yeah, because she, she plays a uh, Spike, I think is her name, yeah. something like it, some stupid fucking name. But anyway, she goes full zombie, and uh, they do a puppetry for her face where they open her whole face up, and she just chomps down on it. Mm-hmm. But that's the kind of stuff that was happening back in the day. Yeah. But this is like the '80s demon movie horror. Like, if you're gonna watch Trick or Treat, which is probably their best Halloween movie, mm-hmm. or Halloween, this would be a strong third or second movie to watch. Yeah. For the for the horror season, mm-hmm. so much fun. Ten yeah. out of ten. And then all of a sudden, demons, uh, smoke starts coming in from places. Mm-hmm. People start eating other people. And everything pretty much starts going to hell. People start dying. People start turning into zom- uh, into demons. Full thriller. Like just <laughs> My favorite part is uh, the guy who's uh, with the heavy Italian accent. Oh, yeah. Goes in there hey, and Nancy, he's, what's the fucking problem? Yeah, he's like, I'm getting ready to split. And she turns around and she goes, oh, there you are. I was just warming my hands in the fire. And her hands are literally on fire. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's the uh, it's the Bedelia Deeds from fucking Beetlejuice where the tips of her fingers are on fire. Mm-hmm. Cool effect. Cool yeah. puppet effect. And he uh, takes off and starts to run away. That's my favorite part of the movie. And like, overall, like they made a sequel, Night of the Demons 2, <clears throat> which isn't great. It's just it's a ex- movie. It's an excuse for them to have it at a Catholic girls or at a Catholic school, and for them to have girls make out. Yeah, it's the uh, the porkies of the horror genre. It really is. <laughs> oh my god, I never thought of that. It really is. Another one. I kind of want to bring this one up just because it's kind of based a little bit in a true story. Mm-hmm. Uh, it could be misconstrued as a demon. Um, Sleepy Hollow. Hey. The story of Johnny Depp and his weird fantasy with Christina Ricci. <laughs> I love that <laughs> Which movie is probably, so much. I don't care if they remake Sleepy Hollow. It's not going to beat that one. No, never. Tim Burton really went all out when he yeah, did that one. And he, he went outside his element a little bit because he didn't have Helen Bonham Carter in it. <laughs> yeah. He put his wife in it. Uh, but no, this one is a demon who was a man mm-hmm. who's drawn in by a witch to kill people in a in a neighborhood mm-hmm. fantastic that was a that was the first one i watched for october that was my start off one i forgot how fucking fun it was some of the graphic shit that was in it especially mm-hmm. the flashbacks with johnny depp and his mom and she's in the iron maiden and shit and it's just yeah. like oh this is just religious bullshit it's so much fun mm-hmm. but uh, christopher walken fantastic demon headless horseman motherfucker mm-hmm. and he's barely in it and he makes it like it, it's so much fun watching that movie uh and the lore behind Sleepy Hollow is, you know, we watched the Disney movie growing up. Yeah. Everybody watched the Disney movie. In school. I remember watching it in third grade. Mm-hmm. I remember exactly when I first saw it. And it was Ichabod Crane going to the little the little Sleepy Hollow town. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there's a headless horseman killing people. Yeah. And all intents and purposes, they leave it open that he may have died. Mm-hmm. That he gets killed by the headless horseman. Yeah. This one has a more positive spin to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that they're able to defeat a witch, mm-hmm. which I love the witch. Yeah, the I witch. Mean, she's got a point. Yeah, yeah. I don't like the way she goes about it. She's the Cersei Lannister of the group. <laughs> she's justified, but in a really bad way. <laughs> it, it, it's that theory of you swat a fly with a ninety-pound sledgehammer. Yeah, it's the pendulum. <laughs> it's the pendulum effect. Yeah, know? but we see her as a child, and she's a cunt. <laughs> People like people. I, I will say this. I've talked to people about this movie, and they're just like, "Well, you know, she, you know, married into the pe- into the family that you know tore her out of her home." I'm like, yeah, yeah, no, no, no. I understand that part. I could get behind that part. But when Christopher Walken is in the woods hacking and slashing breadcoats to death and sending them straight to hell, he sees two little girls. He's like, "Hey, shut the fuck up." 
I'm tired. <laughs> I don't. I'm wounded a little bit. These guys might fucking kill me. And her, the child, is like, snap. And just, you just let all Charlie know you're in the forest. You're in the jungle now, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And all intents and purposes, he could have took him. <laughs> like, there, remember, I'm going to say this. Do you remember how fucking hack and slash that motherfucker was when I you do. see him? I do. Like, he is going full Mel Gibson patriot on these motherfuckers. Yeah, he really like, is. Like, that is... That would have been a cool like transition, like just like Christopher Walken in the Patriot, just hacking and slashing British people to death. Which it would have fit. Yeah, it's like, hey, what's that? It's a fucking Cherokee tomahawk. You just pour out of that, out of Benjamin's fucking head. I mean, he is a Hessian. <laughs> yeah, and holy shit, uh, the kills aren't in a perfect. Uh, I forgot some of the cast that were in it. Uh, some uh, the guy that played Alfred in all the original Batman movies mm-hmm. is one of the guys. Yep. Uh. The guy, the, the the dad from Beetlejuice is mm-hmm. one of the guys. Uh, the guy that recently passed away uh, from the Harry Potter series, the guy that played Dumbledore. Yep. He's the main guy. Mm-hmm. Rest in peace. Fantastic fucking actor. Yes, absolutely. Uh, Christina Ricci is in it. A mm-hmm. uh, lot of lot of solid character actors. Uh, uh, I think his name's uh, Jack Van Dyne is in it. Mm-hmm. Jack- I, think that, I think that's his name, yeah. Yeah, from fucking, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, 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 Troopers, uh, uh, Starship Troopers. He's the greatest, <laughs> the coolest movie ever that people do not like. <laughs> Starship Troopers. And his daughter is the blonde chick who's the asshole chick from uh, American Horror Story. Hmm. His daughter is the little, uh, the witch that can move shit with her mind. That's mm-hmm. his daughter. Hmm. Casper, Casper Van Dien. Ah. He gets his shit rocked. <laughs> I forgot about him in there. Yeah, Casper Van Dien dies horribly. He does. He, and he even really Jack, does. He's like, no, bro. Fucking stop, man. <laughs> like, he's not after you. He he, he 86, that family. Uh, for a second, I thought that guy Tormond from fucking Game of Thrones is in it mm-hmm. because there's a redheaded guy who gets killed. Yeah. I'm just like, no, not Tormond. <laughs> but no, a fantastic story of it, just a, a personified demon through the dead body of a headless man mm-hmm. who just rides at night and terrorizes the town. Mm-hmm. That is quintessential American fairy tale. Mm-hmm. Period. They made a stupid fucking show about it, which yeah. didn't make a lot of sense. It was fun, but it was you know some Rip Van Winkle caper bullshit. I tried it. Yeah. I I went for a while, and then I'm like, this isn't really yeah. what I thought it was gonna be. But be- to- because I love this so much, I love this movie so much because I'm a sucker for any time you try to give me a storyline behind a monster or a villain. Oh yeah. I, I, Make I can him sympathetic always, to a point. I can always do, like like Scream will tell you, it, it, it's always better when there's no reason. Yeah, when it's just some random dude coming down the hall with a fucking knife and just hacking and slashing his way through. But to me, it's always, it's more scary when there's a story. Yeah. When you know that the bad guy is almost justified. Yeah. It, it makes it really cool. And when you put a supernatural element of demons and stuff like that and mm-hmm. witchcraft, yeah. which is, you know, the strong tie into this, it really makes it fun. Yeah, because the the witch there's two of them, mm-hmm. and one is just living in her fucking cave, and she does some weird shit. <laughs> and I wish I could do her voice, but when that that monologue she gives, yeah. where Johnny Depp's in her face and he's like, "Go where the red sun dies," I'm just like, whoever wrote that did a perfect fucking job. Yes, go where the twisted oak where the red sun dies. I'm just like, that is some Metallica fucking lyrics. <laughs> I get that tattooed on my wrist. Just go where the red sun dies. It's like yeah. that's that's some metal fucking shit. Yeah party times to start playing around <laughs> yeah and and of course being the nerd that i am and i'm not afraid to admit it the historical aspect of it makes it even better yeah upper new york village you know just small little village christopher lee's in it yes as a judge beginning. he's and he's does the scary tome voice mm-hmm. mr crane i'm going to send you to a couple murders yeah and then he points that gnarled finger of his at him oh yeah that gnarled finger killed nazis so didn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes yes but speak, but going into uh, transition a little bit to a witch that summons a demon of vengeance, mm. starring Lance Hendrickson. Yes, the man, the myth, the legend. The most festive uh, Halloween movie, uh, Pumpkinhead. Yes! People hate or either really fucking love this movie. I really, really love it. Yes, it is so much fun. Yes. Kids on dirt bikes should die. Only when they kill other kids. <laughs> Your mom, careful, used witchcraft 
and killed a boy <laughs> on a dirt bike. I was there. I do not believe in the supernatural, but she called down the flame and the thunder on that poor boy. She did not. He was ripped in twain. <laughs> she did not. Okay. For the record. I brought this up on other podcasts. Okay. For the record. Your mom is a witch. For the record. We were sitting at the house. Oh, I was sitting with her. Yes. And she hadn't used her witchcraft before that I could recall. <laughs> And there were asshole kids driving dirt bikes up and down the road. Yes. And her exact words were, I wish one of them would just fucking die. (laughs) The noise stopped. And I think that's when you came home. I was already there. No, you was already there. Mm -hmm. And then we heard an ambulance. And then we found out this person... Dumped the bike and slid into the road and got hit by a car. Yep. Ripped in twain. I don't know. I'm just saying. He got hit by a car. He was not ripped in twain. But if your mom really wanted it to, she'd be like Gage from fucking Cemetery. We're not going to talk about the fact that she may have done this to uh, Steve Smith. I brought that up to you on this podcast. I brought that. I brought that up to uh, to uh, if you guys go back and listen to the uh, episode where I had uh, Dante Carter and Mikey Black. I brought that up before that she wished uh, that somebody a, would break his leg, and lo and behold, a pale horse snapped his leg <laughs> on the field in front of God and everybody. And Dad told her she needed to sit down and be quiet for the rest of the she day. She needed Jesus. <laughs> she needed Jesus. She wished ill will on a man, and it happened. And you know what? Football season's back again. I don't. I could see her doing it again. She probably no, she's said she's not she, pulling for a team this year. She probably said something about Aaron Rodgers. What a piece of shit! And that's why it rolled his fucking ankle on the first fucking play. <laughs> she uses her witchcraft, her hillbilly witchcraft, as I called it. <laughs> no, you called it hillbilly hoodoo. Yeah, hillbilly hoodoo. I remember that. <laughs> Goddamn, just the vengeful spirit of your mom killing a man. <laughs> My mother is dear sweet lady. Yeah, dear sweet lady. Uh, but in the Lance Hendrickson story of Pumpkinhead, uh, Lance Hendrickson plays the father of a young boy. The mom has passed away of some mm-hmm. sorts. It's a very God of War type situation. Uh, but these fucking kids, these 80s breakfast club motherfuckers, roll up on the area. Uh, we are also drinking, if I recall. Oh, yeah. You got to. Drinking and driving was cool back in the day. mm it's not as cool as it was. It's easier now. It's all in fucking energy drinks. But because nah. they're making drinking fun again. But they get shit faced, ride some dirt bikes, and somehow, somehow, motocross over a hill and hit a child. They land on top of him. Yeah, and kills him. Mm-hmm. And he looked like the little boy from that Tom Cruise movie <laughs> a little bit. Uh, 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 Jerry Maguire. Oh. He looked a little bit like that little boy. Mm. <laughs> but no, this little boy is just fucking murked yeah. because these teenage kids were drunk. And then we have the... This is kind of the precursor to a movie called I Know What You Did Last Summer. Yeah. We have that guy. The guy who's the head of the group, de facto head of the group. He's like, everybody's going to keep their fucking mouth shut and we're just going to fucking leave. <laughs> you know? Yeah, the he, moron. Yeah, the moron of the group. Uh, but in this one... Lance Henderson hears a story about his town that there is a woman in the woods who can grant you vengeance. Mm-hmm. And she summons a revenant. Mm-hmm. But there's a there's a, a price. A price. Your life for the revenant. And then a a troll slash goblin creature appears and starts slaughtering these fucking asshole kids. Which looks in no way like me before I've had coffee and just rolled out of bed. The, the puppetry on that is fantastic. Yes! It is just like, <laughs> he's roughly about eight foot tall. Mm-hmm. A demon from hell. Yeah. Who slaughters people, but like is used just like in Sleepy Hollow as, oh no, you deserve this. You deserve every fucking bit of this. Yep. And, all, and what I like is the kids get out of the cabin that they're in and they go run into all the people in town and start banging on doors. Mm. And like one, uh, I think it's one house opens, cracks the door a little bit and they find out who they are and they go, no, we're not helping you. We know who you are and you, you know, you, you deserve this. This is coming to you and you deserve it. 
And they shut the door on him and they won't help him. Oh, yeah. The, the, lo- the locals are like, fuck you. Yeah, the locals know what With, it he's is. He's got like seven kids. He's like, like, no, we saw this when I was a young man. When, you know, somebody summoned a revenant to kill my father. And it's just like, no, motherfucker, we can't. We can't help you. Yeah. But it's a good, like, knockdown, drag out demon movie. And it's really fun because it's still justified. Mm-hmm. But. It, it seems like a Tales from the Crypt kind of thing. But, yeah. But it should have been a, like a – but it was a movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made uh, two sequels, I believe. Uh, they made one for sure. The third one, I'm, I think, was a straight-to-video one. Uh, but Pumpkinhead 2 was weird as fuck. Yeah, it was. <laughs> uh, it didn't really hold to the standard of the first I one. I think they made more than two. Yeah. But no, I if think you it was like 10. But yeah, <laughs> in, a, in like a ha- Halloween advent calendar, Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, yeah. It's really fun. Um, another one I kind of want to bring up even though we've brought it up before in our uh, episode about, you know, just go-to horror movies sometimes. Evil Dead. <laughs> the, 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 the arc of the demons from Evil Dead mm-hmm. are probably some of the most vicious. If I wanted, if I wanted a demon to be vicious, mm-hmm. Evil Dead, the series, like the, the from the Bruce Campbell movies to 2013 to this one this past summer, mm-hmm. are ridiculously vicious. Yes. But fantastic. Mm-hmm. Sam Raimi does a fantastic job. Oh, yeah. Uh, my favorite is the 2013 one. Of course. Of course. Mm-hmm. Because that demon is unstoppable. Mm-hmm. It, the fucking the script, the music, the callbacks, just probably the best fucking Evil Dead movie. And, but probably one of my favorites, like, I'll watch it twice. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, Fun fact, I went to the theater and saw it in a matinee with a buddy of mine and Grayson Flippin. Uh, he was a big Evil Dead fan. We had watched Army of Darkness, which is the, the third one, mm-hmm. uh, at, his, at his house. And then we went to the theater. Mm-hmm. And we're thinking, okay, this, see, you know, it, they didn't really show much of the preview. They just showed like, oh shit, it's an Evil Dead movie. Mm-hmm. They showed the camera getting low to the ground and fucking moving close to the ground at high speed. And I'm like, okay, th- they're going to do something close to that. All right, cool. Okay, it looks like a classic Evil Dead. The 10 minute opener. Mm-hmm. is and I'll say this again and again if it gets brought up is the best 10 minutes opener of any horror movie ever made hands down I agree uh, Friday the 13th had a good one where she 86 is two fucking college ki- or two camp kids that's fun uh, Hellraiser where Frank Cotton is getting ripped to fucking pieces that's fun mm-hmm. but this one is a trick mm-hmm where the poor girl is being chased yeah. by a cult. Yeah. Gets, I believe the exact words were, cock the bitch. And yeah. they put a bag over here, bop her. She wakes up tied to a pole in a basement of a cabin, surrounded by disfigured fucking cultists. A woman speaking a language I have no idea. I'm assuming it's Polish. <laughs> But her father lights her on fire. She turns into a demon and talks basically like, I'm raping your wife's soul in hell. Mm-hmm. And they blow her fucking head off with a shotgun at point blank range. And then, title, Evil Dead. <laughs> and like the music highs. And me and Grayson fucking lost it. Mm-hmm. That first time seeing that on like a Tuesday afternoon, we're just like, holy shit. Mm-hmm. We went the next day <laughs> and watched it again <laughs> for the same goddamn price. It's one of those few movies I've ever seen twice in a the theater, and it was worth every fucking penny. Mm-hmm. But the demon, the changeover, the possession, mm-hmm. just fucking brutal. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I'm going to say about that one, because I'm just like, oh, I kind of want to cancel my plans and watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> but no, the remake, uh, the sequel, mm-hmm. uh, the impromptu sequel, Evil Dead Rise, mm-hmm. uh, you had recently saw it not long ago. I have not seen it You have it not yet. seen it. Oh my goodness. I know you have told me quite a bit. What The woman they got to play, the, the, the matriarch, is built like Sandra Locke. Mm-hmm. That classic 70s look kind of woman. Mm-hmm. That you know is we're going to beat the shit out of this fucking woman. <laughs> and we're going to make her come back and bring it all back. And like, there's a lot of tense moments where it's like, holy shit, I'm not going to spoil it. Go watch it. It's worth it. Get HBO Max. <laughs> but with that one, that one was another solid intro. Mm-hmm. It wasn't as good as 2013, but you would love the beginner on that one. The opener on that one is like, if you like English, if, you, if you're a fan of English teaching, you're just like this is why I can't show this book in school. Like it's one of those. <laughs> but go back to like another go back to the possession movies, the Exorcist movies mm-hmm. all together. 
are some of the best demon movies out there. Uh, the one with um, where it's the story of Max Van Sydow's character prequel. Mm-hmm. Exorcist, Exorcist the beginning. Yes, that's a fun movie. I love. that I wish one. they had kept that into the story arc of the first one. Mm-hmm. But I kind of understand why you don't. You're not. You're not planning for like you know, forty years down the line making more yeah. of these. But that one right there is a great one to watch. Mm-hmm. I love that one. I bought that one. Yeah, that's a that's a fucking fantastic one. The ones that came later. The second one is okay. The third one is batshit. They fucked her. They, Linda Blair. They beat the shit out of Linda Blair for the first movie, and then they did it again. <laughs> they did. They just beat the dog shit out of Linda Blair for these movies. But she does a fantastic job. Mm-hmm. And it's legitimately scary, some of the stuff. Like, there's that one scene. I, it was one of those scenes where, like, if you're watching it by yourself, you're not sure if it really happened. Mm-hmm. But she's the mom is in the kitchen, and there's a fade to black. Like, there's a there where she's in the, the, the lights are out in the kitchen. I think it's her, but I can't remember. But you see its face mm-hmm. in the darkness, uh, Azazel or whatever. It's, um, holy fuck. Like, that's a scary <laughs> goddamn face, you know, if you've never seen it before. Yeah. It's kind of like that face in uh, one of the Conjuring... Is it the Conjuring movies or... Uh, no, 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 not Sinister. Um, where they have uh, the house is being possessed. Uh, and the kid gets... Conjuring. Is it Conjuring? Mm-hmm. Where they have the record player tiptoe through the... Wind. Is it that one? I think it's Conjuring. No, the Conjuring is the... That's the first one. Yeah. The second one is the one where they have the record player. Hmm. Anyway, it was the face that appears in the background, mm-hmm. the 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 scary face, the red yep. and black, like Darth Maul looking motherfucker. Yep. That it was that kind of level scary. Cool. And it just brings you back to holy mm-hmm. fuck, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> um, but uh, another demon one, and this is and this is this will be a little bit more fun. Is the movie Demons? Mm-hmm. Is a Italian horror movie that is misunderstood. Mm-hmm. And kind of bad. Like, I will say this. I like this movie. I know that's one of your favorites to talk about. It's fun. Mm-hmm. It's hard to find. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they treat, like, possession of the demons is a disease. Yeah. So they're in a movie theater. Uh, keep in mind, this is all filmed in Italy. Uh, it's kind of like a Sergio Leone Western where everything's filmed in another country. And slowly... Uh, you know, there's a guy advertising, hey, there's a free movie, check it out, blah, 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 and it turns people into demons. It's a uh, fanfare group of kids and adults. Uh, there's a pimp with two whores in it who's like, nah, fuck these motherfuckers. And like, he's that that character. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they fight it out all night until it connects to the next movie, which is Demons 2, where they're in a high rise, which is it's happening at the same time as this movie. Mm-hmm. And it kind they you know they created a nice little connection between both of them, mm-hmm. but what really makes this movie kind of sets it apart. The same with Night of the Demons was the makeup, the makeup and practical effects in these movies were fantastic. Mm-hmm. The way the the face morphs, uh, the girl in black in Night of the Demons, the way she turns from the fire and her face is just all fucked up looking because mm-hmm. I think she's the one on the cover. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fantastic work. I'm not sure if this is technically a demon movie. I think it is. We'll but make it a demon movie. Okay. Exorcism of Emily Rose. Yeah. Technically, yeah, she's being possessed by... Uh, all exorcism movies, just about all of them, are demons. That's that's the kind of the crux of it. Because she's talking about she's possessed by a legion of demons. Yeah, she's got multiple in her. Yeah. And, uh, that and they one beat is, her to death. Yeah. <laughs> what I liked about that... Now, that was my... I went to the movie theaters twice. Uh, that was loosely based on a true story, right? Yes. Uh, there is another movie that's based on a true story of a girl in Spain who mm-hmm. literally gets beat to death. Yeah. Uh, another fantastic movie. Mm-hmm. It's true. You know, they the Catholics are like, no, we fucked up. Yeah. Uh, we're going to arrest that guy. That guy fucked up. And they just beat this girl to death. Yeah. What I liked about Emily Rose is they go out of their way, since it's a trial, they go out of their way to show you both sides. Mm. They show you well, hey, you know, if... Because they show you the prosecution side where they have the people come up and say, well, she was having an epileptic seizure. And I can't remember the actress that plays Emily Rose, which she did an amazing... I know she's on Dexter. Yeah, she plays the uh, sister. Yeah, she did an amazing job. And they they show her as if she were actually having an 
bah, epileptic seizure. And then they show where she would be possessed by the demon or demons. And they show you both aspects of it. And then she talks about towards the end of the movie, spoiler, she thinks she has stigmata. Yep. And the prosecutor says, yeah, well, she was at her house. It was on a farm. There's a lot of barbed wire fences around. While she was possess- or while she was in a state, she was just walking around outside. Nobody was really watching her, and she just damaged her hands by grabbing a hold of a barbed wire fence. And what I like is there's a lot of back and forth of you decide. Mm-hmm. They don't actually tell you what it really is. They tell you you make the decision. And that was one of the things I really liked about it a lot. And... One of the things that I thought was really cool is when we went to go see the movie, we watched it. And the first time we watched it, there were four women in the movie theater. And there's a part in it where she's dating a guy while she's in college. And she was having a really hard time at night and they weren't doing anything, but she just asked him to stay over. And they both fall asleep on top of her bed with with all their clothes on. And he wakes up in the middle of the night and she's not there and she's laying in the floor. She's all twisted up in a pretzel and her eyes are open and her mouth's open and she's looking at him like, help me. And he, you don't see her at first. This happened to that, the sad young man from Nightmare on Elm Street. Well, he just, (laughs) before she got turned into a blender. (laughs) Yeah. He, uh, you just see him wake up and he's by himself and you see him wake up real slow and then he sees her and he freaks out and he tries to climb the corner and then the camera turns to her and she's all laying in the middle of the floor and she's all twisted up like a pretzel and her eyes are open and her pupils mouth's hanging open and she's just still and it looks like she's been there for probably an hour and there were four women older women probably in their 40s or 50s and they were down front and this is the age of flip phones these women start screaming they jump up and start yelling, I am leaving. I cannot believe you kids talked me into coming to see this movie. I'm going to the car. And this woman flips open her flip phone so you can see the light in the middle of the movie theater. She goes, you see me? I'm going. I'm leaving right now. You're coming. You're coming with me. Or I'm leaving right now. I'm leaving you here. I'm not kidding. And she leaves. Mom and I were Dying. It was the funniest thing. I think that's the best part about seeing horror movies in theaters. Like if you're if you're a veteran of it, you know, seeing it like that is always fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, same thing happened to me when I was uh, I saw a matinee horror movie, uh, Chernobyl Diaries, mm-hmm. which is a POV horror flick. Oh, I've seen it. I loved it. And these poor women up front, like, oh girl, I heard this was scary. And I leaned forward because I already seen. it. I'm like, yeah, it's pretty fucking scary. <laughs> and she's like, oh girl, you said it's scary. It's like, yeah. They left. <laughs> they left like halfway through when the bear shows up. Yeah, it is. They didn't even stay for the fucking mutated monsters. But yeah, I know I know exactly that story. It's fun to see that kind of in a horror movie, and it adds to the effect of it. Yeah. But since you brought that up, I want to tail end it with a uh, one of my favorites because I think it doesn't become a demon movie until the third act. Because you think it's resolved by the second act. You think it's a very short movie, but it's not. Everything ramps up in the last 10 minutes. Uh, The Last Exorcism. Mm. Do you remember this movie? I do. All right. So they made a sequel, which it's a movie. It's it's a genuine, you know, horror movie. This one is a POV documentary movie. The Last Exorcism. Last Exorcism 2 is a movie. Mm -hmm. This one is a POV mockumentary of of a preacher man who does exorcisms. Uh, to make extra money for his family. Mm-hmm. Uh, but he's a scam artist uh, by all intents and purposes. He shows the scams he uses, and he explains why he does it. He, he gives us this weird justification, like, hey, look, these people need mental help, and sometimes they need something that looks religious and faithful to knock them out of it. Mm-hmm. And it can work. It's like a placebo effect. And you're with them. You're like, yeah, him and the girl, the documentarian and the camera guy. They're like, yeah, okay, that's cool. And it goes to this documentary style of where he meets a man and a young girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, the mother had passed away, and the girl th- believes she is. Be- the dad believes she's possessed. Now this is an older movie, so I'm going to spoil some of it. Uh, 
toward the end of the second act, uh, they do this fake exorcism, blah, blah, blah. He pays the, he pays the preacher man, and the reporter, the woman, the documentarian, like, I think she's pregnant by some poor guy she slept with because she's in a strict religious community. And so they go back to the hotel. In the middle of the night, the hotel, it's really cool because it's a POV. It reminds me of VHS a little bit. Mm-hmm. She is soaking fucking wet, crying her fucking eyes out, bleeding. And they take her to the hospital. It turns out they find out she's pregnant, that she had a relationship with a boy in town, blah, 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 blah. So they decide to take her back home, tell the dad. And the dad's like, what the fuck? I don't believe you, blah, blah, blah. And this is when the third act really fucking ramps up. Mm-hmm. Uh, they meet the guy that supposedly impregnated her. No way in hell this guy did that. And they're like, oh, something else is fucking wrong. Mm-hmm. So they decide to intervene. And it turns out there's a cult this whole fucking time mm-hmm. in the last third act. And it gets rough. Yeah. I Jesus remember. Christ, it gets rough. I watched this movie at a buddy of mine's house. He was house sitting. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the house is on dark, long country road. And we watched like halfway through. And we got to the scene where the cult is in the woods and all that shit. And there's this really fucked up part. So we paused it and went to the store. <laughs> and like my headlights aren't went the best on the vehicle. And I was just like, man, if we if I see something, I'm fucking hitting. I swear to God. <laughs> I swear to Christ. I'll fucking smash it to death. But holy God, that was fucking fantastic. It doesn't get a lot of love anymore. Like, yeah. The POV horror movies don't. Uh, because, But like possession wise, yeah, it was probably one of the best ones. I don't know. I don't know if we have the time, but um, <clears throat> the one that got me the out of nowhere was the taking of Deborah Logan. Perfect horror movie under the radar. It's still on Amazon today. If you guys listen, we can talk about it for a second. But like, holy Christ, what a fantastic yes. movie! <laughs> I love and, that movie. and it's a sad movie. It is. It, they build it up, and this woman is is suffering yeah. from Alzheimer's dementia. And at one point, she was the pillar of the town. Mm-hmm. Uh, the daughter had left for a while because the daughter kind of got shunned a little bit. But she's taking care of her mom. Uh, the neighbor is her best friend, mm-hmm. damn near husband, kind of. Um, and he's just like, well, please leave her the fuck alone, blah, blah, blah. There's a mystery uncovered that she may have took part in murdering someone. But we don't really know. And it's the same as, you know, The Last Exorcism. It ramps the fuck up at the end. Yeah. And I love that movie for the fact that the two camera guys are real. Yeah. (laughs) They're real people. They're like, uh, no, this bitch did a three and a half foot vertical jump perfectly in like 0.2 seconds. Mm -hmm. And we couldn't catch it on camera. So, no, I'm tacking my fucking, I'm bagging my shit and I'm leaving. Mm Mm-hmm. So fuck you, <laughs> fuck your little fucking thesis, you yeah. stupid bitch. Because it was all about a college girl doing a thesis on Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. and like it's that pave the road of good intent. Yeah, and God damn the demon that she embodies, the story, the lure. Mm-hmm. On a fucking second watch through, you really start getting real. De- I've seen that movie like twelve fucking times. I, I watch it every chance I get. It's one of those movies I always recommend to people. Like, mm-hmm. oh, do 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 check it. No 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 no. Yeah. Fuck that movie. Watch this. Yes. <laughs> this is a this is a great Halloween movie. It's a great fucking horror movie. Mm-hmm. It's my shit. Yes. Can't and, recommend it enough. And in my mind, I'm thinking like we're, we're going to be doing some new content coming up soon <laughs> on on the network, and that might be a good one to do <laughs> because I think we could get away with a lot of shit on that one. That would be cool. But no, she 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 devolves. Yeah. And you're thinking, oh no, it's the illness. But she's slowly getting ripped apart by yeah. this demon inside of her. It, it's a major mind F throughout the whole thing because you're not sure. Yeah, until like the little bit of CGI effect at the end. It's yeah. just like, huh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you go, wait a minute. <laughs> and they did the little girl thing. It, it, yeah. yeah, yeah, fantastic. But guys, if you, if you like hearing this episode, uh, let us know in the comments on the Discord. Check out the Discord. Mm-hmm. Uh, rate us uh, whatever you can. Five fucking stars. Uh, uh, check out History We Forgot with Christy Phillips. Uh, 
check us out on any other shows um, this Halloween season and uh, throughout the year. Uh, we, we we all work really hard to try to get this stuff out to you as fast as we can. We all work. But we really hope you guys enjoy this stuff. Uh, Christy, thanks again for being on the show. Thanks for letting me be here. Again, uh, check us out uh, on all the shows we have. Uh, Couch Potatoes, uh, This Fucking Guy, something good for you. Everything we got. Um, and let us know in the Discord if you if you have a typical, uh, typical topic you want us to hit up uh, we'd be happy to do the research on it especially the history stuff you mm-hmm. know we're knocking out uh, we got some special news coming up on that uh, pretty soon we hope you uh, we hope you guys really enjoy thanks for listening thanks you lot you've been listening to the Something Good Network if you liked what you heard you can follow us on Instagram and check out the other great shows on the network link is in the episode description